Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, Leadership Matters. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl White, cultural psychologist with Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California, and excited about today's episode, going to be talking about leadership and the power of gratitude in challenging times with Rich Miller, senior pastor, Perfecting Grace Church in San Diego, California, and Cedric uh, Cedric Manley, founder and CEO of Family Synergy Center in Dallas, Texas. So welcome to both of you, and thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. It's an honor. It it is an absolute honor. Great. Thank you. We know, Rich, I've had, obviously, I know both of you quite well, and I've had the joy of working with you and haven't had um, the opportunity to do so much this year. So I'm just delighted to (laughs) be able to sit and have this conversation again with both of you and on this fabulous topic. So like I said, I know each of you well uh, and knew that this would be a topic that um, both of you could bring wonderful life to, but our listening audience um, may not know you as well. So I'm going to ask you to both introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit about um, your journey to and in leadership and who'd like to start. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah, I'll defer to, to, to Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> I was deferring to you. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my journey in leadership, uh, I, I've said, began uh, as, as a reluctant participant. I'm the, the third child of six children, and my, <laughs> father, <laughs> my father was the pastor of uh, Greater Life Baptist Church in San Diego, and uh, I now I've been married for 40 years. Um, I have three kids of my own and seven grandkids and one great grand on the way. So uh, that's, that starts my journey. My journey in leadership uh, started at the early age of about 13. I, I became the choir director at the Great Life Baptist Church, not because I was skilled in that area, but because they they were looking for somebody, and I was the only one who raised my hand. So, <laughs> <laughs> since I was the pat, since I was the pastor's son, I had a little leg up on everybody else. <laughs> even though I didn't, <laughs> even though I didn't know much about music, uh, as far as directing and that, it was uh, it was quite a start in just leadership and learning how to lead people, especially uh, Christians. So. Uh, that's how I began on this journey. Been managing at FedEx for the last 32 years um, between Southern California and and Fort Worth, Texas here. And uh, so God has been blessing us. I've been with FedEx for just, it'll be 40 years in May. So a uh, long time. Wow. You've been with, with FedEx for 40 years. Is that what you just said? Wow. 40 years in May. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, I can imagine you're being such a great vocalist. It was probably a, uh, they probably added to <laughs> placing you in that choir director role as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 32 uh, years in management with FedEx. 
Yes. Quite a, quite a, quite a, a journey. And 45 years married is, um, 40, 40. Did you say 40? Uh Oh, I'm giving you an extra five. Yeah. Yeah. You try to give me some extra time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm speaking it into existence. (laughs) Okay. 40 years married. That's, that's, um, that's a wonderful feat as well. And, Mm -hmm. and, um, lots of children and grandchildren. We know how leadership in the family is so important and it is indeed a, um, a journey and task in and of itself. Thank you so much for that introduction of yourself. How about yourself, Rich? Yeah. Uh, Similar uh, background. Um, uh, I'm the the middle child of six kids. Uh, My father was a military man. And so very early on, leadership, uh, I was introduced to leadership quickly with, uh, you know, the mindset of of someone who was in the military with discipline and ethics and values and my mother was was a woman of strong uh, conviction and faith, and and so we were raised in a Christian household. So we had that combination of the military and the Christian faith uh, that formed our our early and formative years. Um, I was also at an early age introduced to athletics, and so. Um, I had that influence as growing up as a kid, participating in sports, learning how to be part of a team. And it, uh, it, within the, the, the construct of that team, being selected to be a captain at an early mm-hmm. age, you know, as a 10-year-old, you're the captain of the team. So now <laughs> coach gives you responsibility. You can't act a certain way like the other kids because why you're the captain. And mm-hmm. so uh, as you go through, as, we, as I grew up in sports, I was always – put in that position as, as a captain. Um, I, I, two years ago, completed my, my career uh, in law enforcement after 26 years and had the pleasure of rising through the ranks um, in that organization. Uh, uh, ultimately, when I retired out of an organization of 4,000 people, I was, at the, uh, I was ranked number three um, in the chain of command. And so, you know, leading that organization, I was responsible for a $300 million budget. I had 2,000 employees under me, responsible for seven jails. So leadership certainly uh, was something that was imperative and critical uh, mm-hmm. for me. And then my, clearly my, my current uh, vocation as a pastor, um, mm-hmm. which is, is the most important and rewarding and challenging uh, role of leadership that I believe I ever encountered, but it is, is awesome. So, that's kind of my journey. Wonderful. Uh, that is uh, quite the journey, stepping into leadership. I think I heard you say 10 years old, that first captain role. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yes, indeed. So, again, thank you to each of you for um, being here and then also for those introductions and sharing a little bit about yourself. I'm going to throw out this word leadership. Leadership, there's so many um, different uh, definitions and people see it in different ways. One of my uh, favorite definitions, I think, came from Coons and Ponzer's, their book, um, The Leadership Challenge, and it's that leadership is the art of um, inspiring others to achieve shared aspirations. That was how uh, they described leadership. How would each of you describe leadership? Uh, why don't we go back to you, uh, Rich, and have you share first, and then Cedric will ask you to share your definition as well. Yeah, I, I think uh, that that definition is a great one. I think many of us in leadership know that well. Uh, you know, the, the art um, 
or ability of motivating a group of people um, to act toward achieving a common goal, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think, you know, there's so much to that um, because things can be achieved in a number of ways. And, and so we can influence through modeling behavior, you know, uh, how do people see us in that role of leadership? We can, we can talk a good game, but at the end of the day, um, many times we have to actually walk in that, that capacity so that people can see and then therefore are able um, to follow that. And um, it's not about power, you know, it's not about rank. Because um, we know many times in organizations we have those informal leaders. Mm -hmm. And when you're, when you're at the top of, you know, the food chain, you have to figure out quickly who are the informal leaders <laughs> <laughs> within your team uh, mm -hmm. because they will influence uh, many times the direction of the organization. Uh, and, and so you have to bring them on board. So yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I subscribe to that, that definition of leadership being the ability to motivate and influence others in a group. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, CJ, anything you might add to that definition of leadership? Well, I guess my style of leadership is uh, uh, a leader is best, and this is Lao says, it's a leader's best when people barely know he exists. Mm. When his work is done, his aim fulfilled, they will say, we did it ourselves. So just to really uh, motivate people and almost lead them without being uh, a strong-handed leader, Mm -hmm. but leading them in ways that they don't even almost know that you're leading them. So um, that that's how I would frame mm -hmm. the leadership style. So Okay, great. Thank you. And then the other thing we're going to talk about today, and I'm going to ask you more about your journey as it relates to gratitude, but just so we have a, a understanding of your definition and when you're um, sharing about gratitude, where you're coming from. Cedric, why don't we have you start with telling us just your thoughts with regards to what is gratitude? Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, I go back to the biblical explanation that in everything, give thanks mm. uh, for, the, for this is the will of God concerning you. So, you know, just learning to always give thanks. Uh, my grandfather had a saying where he'd say, uh, uh, please and thank your poor pay, but they sure spend well. So just being able to just being able to always uh, give thanks and be gracious, and, and it takes some learning to do that. It's it's a learned thing, and uh, um, my thoughts are to always learn to do it when it's when things are going well, because if you try to learn when the tough times come. It's very difficult for you to give thanks. You need to start. You need to start really early doing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, wonderful. Thank you, Rich. Anything you might add to that? Um, I, I love, I love uh, Cedric's uh, definition because there was a word he used: give. And for me, gratitude is intentional. It's action, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Because we can be thankful and we can be appreciative and we can be grateful. But gratitude is the expression of that thankfulness and of that being grateful. So for me, gratitude is the action of being thankful and grateful. Mm, I love uh, both of those um, definitions and 
um, and really thinking of gratitude as an action. Yeah. Uh, not just a thought, not just an attitude, but also one that we in some way um, create some activation with. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So um, you've kind of started us in this space, but it looks like we're going to need to go to commercial break. But I'm going to ask you, and then on the other side of the commercial, I'm going to um, have you share your thoughts with regards to, um, and Rich, you've kind of started us in thinking about this, but how does one practice gratitude? How does one practice gratitude? Okay. And when we come back, um, I will um, ask you to start us off, Rich, with your thoughts, Cedric, see what you think as we then move into really thinking about practicing gratitude and um, how it has impacted your own leadership and what others might take from that in practicing leadership during difficult times. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is drwhite at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to leadershipmatters at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we're back with more on Leadership Matters. Today, we're talking about leadership and the power of gratitude in challenging times. Our guest, Rich Miller, Senior Pastor of Perfecting Grace Church in San Diego, California, and Cedric Manley, Founder and CEO of Family Synergy Center in Dallas, Texas. 
Again, delighted to have you both with us. I know before we went to break, I kind of threw out a question. How does one practice gratitude? And Rich, we'll ask you to start us off with your thoughts. Yeah, man, that that is a great question. And um, I I believe you have to be intentional uh, when Mm -hmm. we're talking about practicing gratitude. You, You have to make a conscious decision to show gratitude. And, you know, as a pastor, I, I obviously, I, my, my frame of reference is always going to be biblical. So I, I just want to kind of, for the purpose of this question, point to a, a particular story in the Bible. Um, and it, it involves an interesting encounter with Jesus and these 10 men that suffered from this disease called leprosy, Right. And Jesus came upon them and they were asking for him to heal them and to deal with their problem. And he did so. And he told them, listen, go show yourself to the priest. It was part of the Mosaic uh, law and, and their responsibility. And as they went, the Bible says only one came back mm-hmm. to say thank you. And, mm-hmm. and to me, that was the practice of gratitude. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt that all 10 of them were grateful. All 10 of them were thankful. They were amazed that they were healed and they were going back to their families. But only one practiced gratitude. He came back to say, I thank you for what you did. So to me, practice, practicing gratitude is, has to be intentional and it has to be an action. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And uh, Cedric, anything you'd add or just your thoughts yeah. with regards to how one practices gratitude? There's a, there's a story of a guy who went to visit uh, New York City and he ran into a homeless guy on the street and he said, man, how do, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? And he said, practice, baby, practice. So, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you got to make sure that and you got to start your practice when things are going well. Because, again, as I said before, some people try to practice good habits when things start to go uh, south on us. If you haven't practiced beforehand, um, before this pandemic came along, um, your gratitude has to be really in a strong position uh, because it's difficult to start to practice when when things are really rough. It can happen. You can make it happen. But uh, you, you have to have a lot more coaching and help when things are going tough to, to get you back up to the place where you can handle the difficult time. But you you, you've got to practice. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I love that message with you guys. You got, you got to practice. And I like the thought of um, you have to practice when things are going well. It's like you prepare yeah. when things are going well. I know that now living up here in this area where we are having these rolling um, scheduled Blackouts. 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 Yes, mm-hmm. power outages. And um, before they were happening and they weren't announced, and now they're happening, and I appreciate <laughs> that they're announced. And sometimes at midnight hour, you get, you know that it's coming, and, and sometimes you don't. But if you prepare for the midnight hour, you're going to do a lot better in the midst of it. Yeah. And, um, and so I think, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk more about the benefits of practicing gratitude. In fact, why don't we, why don't we maybe get your thoughts on that? What are some of the benefits of, of practicing um, gratitude and, and the fortitude that might come uh, from it? Any thoughts from either of you? Oh, wow. There, there are so many benefits. I was reading um, about the Dr. 
Dr. Emmons up at UC Davis did a study on the benefits of, of gratitude and all of the, the psychological, physical benefits that come along with just, just maintaining a positive thought process. Even in bad and difficult times, you know, you, you get a sense that you can really make it through anything if you can, it's, it's avoid stinking thinking. You know, uh-huh. you, 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 you've got to make sure that you maintain your, your good thought process. John McCain was able to make it through um, the war, being a prisoner of war in Vietnam because of how he thought each day, because his physical condition said that he should have perished in that environment. But because of his mindset, he was able to overcome that situation. So, so we, we, we've got a lot of to do as far as just practicing good thoughts. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. Any additional thoughts, Rich, from yourself on, on the benefits oh. of practicing gratitude? Man, the benefits, uh, he, he, he was absolutely dead on point with that. I mean, the power of being positive in, in dark times and difficult times. Um, one could say right now in this country, we're in difficult times, but the power of those who are positive, uh, that benefit, um, it, 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 one could say, and it's, it's, you know, no pun intended with, with coronavirus, but it's infectious, you know, it, 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 it can cause others who are feeling down or feeling a certain way to then recognize, I do have something to be grateful for. And therefore let me express my gratitude. So there, there's huge benefits to, mm-hmm. to gratitude. Yes, I remember seeing a video sometime back, and it used to be one of my favorites to share, on um, Zig Ziglar. Mm-hmm. And he was, and in that, he talked about the number one medicine for stress is gratitude. If you want wow. to immediately get yourself in a space of being able to um, handle a situation at, at hand and reduce your stress, um, to really begin to think about um, those things that you are grateful for and to allow that to kind of guide your thoughts and speech and therefore your actions. So, oh, wow. yeah. So, hmm. So, um, how has practicing gratitude impacted your leadership? Which one? Cedric, let's start with you. <laughs> Uh, you know, my, and Zig Ziglar says, as my dad used to say it all the time, your attitude determines your altitude. How high you go depends on how, how, how you think, what, added, what approach you take to life. So um, just developing those skills and even thinking about it when times are really tough uh, really helps you get up and keep going. Uh, when you don't even have any get up and go, you can still get up and, and do mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And how about for yourself, Rich? Yeah, I, you know, I think it, it, it gives those who you are leading a greater appreciation for your leadership. Um, it, it is amazing to me how many leaders underestimate the power of gratitude, right? Um, and I know, you know, this is a probably pretty savvy audience that, that is listening, but studies have shown that people will leave a higher paying salary job to go to a company that appreciates them, mm-hmm. that a company, an organization that shows gratitude for their abilities, their skill sets, their services, what, what they bring. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we often think 
money drives us. But the reality is uh, many times people are, are driven by how one makes them feel about what they do. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's critical. Mm-hmm. So just feeling that sense of being um, appreciated and valued as leaders express gratitude, I think I'm hearing you saying that that can make a difference in how others experience um, their service and their desire to either stay in that place or move on. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think a great example are many of our civil servants, Mm -hmm. you know, they're they're not necessarily well paid or military, (laughs) but oftentimes, you know, one of the things we do just as a country, when we see someone in a uniform, we immediately say, thank you for your service. Right. There's there's not much more we can do but say thank you for your service. Um, and, and, and I think for many of them, that is the motivation to know um, I'm doing something that that is the noblest of causes. And it's not about the pay. It's not about uh, my name being in lights, but the gratitude of those that I'm serving. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Any additional thoughts on that for yourself, Cedric? Yeah, just, you know, I, I, I could echo everything that's being said, just, uh, just even as a leader to think about being thankful to people and telling them, you know, thank you for what you're doing, appreciate you. Uh, you'd be surprised how people light up and how it lightens the load or whatever is going on for that day if you tell them thank you. Because a lot of people go, uh, they go bankrupt in the thank you mm-hmm. category and you wonder why they're acting out in the way they are is because they haven't had anybody to fill their account with just a thank you and appreciation. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So rather so, so when, if they're showing up in a volunteer capacity or if they're showing up in a paid capacity, what I hear you saying is that um, for leaders that have an attitude of gratitude and they activate that, with um, words and actions that show that they are thankful and that they appreciate someone, that can lead to greater retention. That yes. can lead to a person maybe moving from a space of compliance to a space of commitment and yes. really being willing to um, give more effort exactly. in what it is mm-hmm. they're doing. Mm-hmm. Have the either girl, of you experienced... Uh-huh, go on. Mm-hmm. I was going to give an example. I, I had a... Uh, <coughs> Uh, an occasion when one of my uh, supervisors, my, my, uh, yeah, one of my supervisors, we were, we were dealing with a morale issue in the job and and he was kind of doing a tour of all the uh, stations and facilities just to talk to the employees, to get their feedback. And he, and, and he became frustrated with what he was hearing. And he made this statement. I'll never forget it because it had such a huge impact on um, many of the employees in a negative way. Um, he, he, he said, Every two weeks when you get your paycheck, that's the sheriff saying thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember sitting there thinking, oh, my God, he didn't just yeah. say that. And yeah. you could see the ripple. It was like a, 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 just a murmur that went through the crowd. And it wasn't good that yeah. that was his expectation. Is That's how we say thank you is your paycheck. And I'll never forget that. Yes. And that's a really good point. And I've heard other um, leaders uh, say that. And I think. Um, many don't understand how deflating that is and how um, an expression of gratitude 
could really support them in getting much more out of individuals than um, if what that person is doing is simply going through the motions and staying compliant, uh, yet given the minimum so that they can maintain their job. You know, just how much more effort and commitment they get from um, sharing expressions of gratitude beyond a transactional paycheck of this for that. Mm -hmm. Looks like we have to go to commercial break again. So um, when we come back, I'm going to ask you to think about gratitude and really how it connects to how it has helped you in difficult times and what then might our listening audience also take from that uh, part of the journey, as well as just that nexus between leadership and gratitude. So again, stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is drwhite at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. The pace of change in the world is increasing exponentially and shows no signs of slowing down. Leadership is evolving and requires more and more innovative leaders to keep up. Innovating Leadership, co-creating our future with Maureen Metcalf, features interviews with global business leaders, thought leaders, and academics in a wide range of industries. Proven concepts and tools may be applied to build your organization and deliver sustainable success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to leadershipmatters at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. 
Today, we're talking about leadership and the power of gratitude in challenging times with Rich Miller, Senior Pastor of Perfecting Grace Church in San Diego, California, and Cedric Manley, Founder and CEO of Family Synergy Center in Dallas, Texas. Again, thank you guys for joining us for this conversation. Rich, why don't I start out with you and have you maybe share how practicing gratitude has helped you in difficult times? Yeah, I, I, I think it, it is in difficult times that um, gratitude is incredibly important. Um, let's take, for example, right now in this pandemic, right? People, people have had to make difficult choices in life, um, choices of supporting their families, of remaining safe, of just a, a host of things that, that are critical. And, and if they don't feel appreciated, right? They don't feel as if their contribution to whatever organization, you know, that you're connected to. Um, if the leaders within that organization don't experience gratitude, then why would they stay? And so I would say for me, it's been extremely imperative uh, in these difficult times uh, to display gratitude, uh, to make sure that, again, as I spoke at the top of the show, that it is an action uh, word and, and, I think I've seen, not think, I've seen that translate to uh, greater productivity. Um, it's, it's amazing for us as a church, the growth we've had going virtual, and that is a direct uh, you know, cause and effect of those who have put in the time and the effort to ensure that we have the broadcast we need and the, the behind the scenes work but I have to make sure that as the leader, I'm extremely grateful and thankful. And then I display that gratitude during these difficult times. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you, Rich. How about yourself, uh, Cedric? How has practicing gratitude helped you in difficult times? Well, and again, I think Rich um, said it and, and being grateful. And, and when you're grateful, I, I like to separate the words out. And whenever you're full of anything, you don't leave a lot of room for other things to come in. So being grateful kind of keeps you from being bitter and being frustrated and all the other things that can come in. Because when your cup is full of gratitude, grateful, mm-hmm. uh, you, just, you just don't have a whole lot of room for anything else. And that keeps you from being bitter and frustrated and uh, a lot of the other things that can come in. And so, uh, you know, I think the Bible really gives us a lot of, of uh, motivation to be grateful, mm-hmm. to just really uh, g- give people inspiration and give them thanks for what they're doing and how they're doing. And it lifts up spirits. It really makes uh, life a lot better for a lot of people. It's one of the hardest things to do when you yourself feel like you need it and for you to give it away when you're in need sometimes uh, is a little difficult, but, but we've got to make that happen. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, often we'll um, think about our own ability to emotionally regulate as leaders and um, our own emotional intelligence can very often be connected to our ability to, um, you know, something happens, we have to self-regulate and then respond. And 
if in that moment of something happening, one of the things that really can help us to self-regulate is really kind of getting grounded in what is it that I'm thankful for and what is my vision for how I want to behave in this space before I act out. Because if we don't take that moment, then we may react and then we might create more challenges uh, for ourselves. So I also see um, gratitude as having uh, just being a helpful tool um, to get centered and to adjust ourselves um, as needed as leaders so that we keep our own um, executive presence, our leadership presence um, in the midst of the storm. Rich, I know we were, you were sharing this on the break and it's probably not something we said we would share. So if you don't want to go there, we don't have to go there. I'm wondering because so many people are dealing with COVID um, in that space for you in the battle. Did gratitude play a part in your coming through? Oh, oh my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I could probably do a whole sermon series on gratitude now. Um, The the realization um, of, of just being able to inhale and exhale, you know, the things we take for granted. Um, being able to go outside and walk around the block without being exhausted. The things we take, take for granted. Um, yeah, gratitude. I, I have, you know, and I hate to feel like that I have a different perspective on life because I thought I had a great perspective on life. Mm-hmm. But the reality is going through that situation with COVID has certainly uh, given me a, a, a sense of gratitude uh, that I did not have before. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. So when we think about the relevance and the nexus between leadership and gratitude, I know we've been talking about the elements and we've talked about some of your experiences and we've touched on this to some extent. Any additional thoughts that you might want to make just explicit and clear about this, the relevance and the nexus between leadership and gratitude? Cedric, I'll throw it back to you first and then we'll, uh, Rich, hear your thoughts on this as well. Well, as as leaders, we've got to be good examples. Uh, And so a lot of times leaders have, uh, when you display selfish motivation, whether it's in your home as a father or or in a position on the job, when it's all about you and not about anybody else, uh, there's not much gratitude that's being displayed in that environment. So it's really the leader's responsibility. And I know in our current political environment, that's a little difficult to uh, grasp hold to, (laughs) but but, but we need to uh, really be able to display that behavior that we like to see uh, others around us demonstrate as well, because they will do, they will do what you do uh, along the way. And the whole environment will be changed by by what you do mm-hmm. yeah yeah no that's a that's a great point and when we think about um what's kind of current on the national national stage in america today we say the culture becomes the stories we tell and so we do have to ask ourselves mm-hmm. as leaders what are the stories that we tell and how do those stories then manifest themselves in culture? And is it something that we are going to be thankful for and grateful for, and it's going to be helpful? Or are we speaking and telling stories that um, are going to uh, lead to heartache and pain and 
and so on and so forth. So um, absolutely, that's, um, I think that's something we have to all ask ourselves as leaders, what is it that I want to see? And um, do my words um, in the story that I'm telling is if it manifests itself in its greatness, if it manifests itself in its um, in the reality, is that going to be something that others will feel a sense of gratitude for, or is that something that's going to be um, um, challenging and um, create hurt and harm for others, and even for ourselves eventually, as it boomerangs back with regards to reaping perhaps what we sow. Um, Rich, how about for yourself when you think about this nexus between leadership and gratitude? Yeah, I, I think it's critical. It's a critical connection. Um, I, I'm reminded of uh, every year in California, um, because of the way our legislation is set up with law enforcement, every year around the, the, the month of March and April, you see a significant number of retirements. And, and it's based on a number of factors. But we can count on then if retirements are happening, that means promotions are happening. And as a executive in, in, in law enforcement, it would always be interesting and somewhat comical for us. Around that time, February is January, we start seeing people just happen to arrive at headquarters, just ha- happen to drop off a file, just, just wanting to connect with those who are in the command staff and, and showing their face and getting FaceTime, right? And, but I always found it fascinating after promotions when they didn't get the promotion. Because I would tell them, I know I learn more about you in adversity than I do in your success. Mm-hmm. And so are you still grateful after the promotion when you didn't get it? Mm-hmm. And so that connect that that nexus of gratitude and leadership, I then would look, are they still grateful even though they didn't get the promotion? That's the leader I'm looking for later on. Because despite the hardship, despite the adversity, despite not getting what they wanted, they were still positive and still mm. felt that they could uh, operate within the organization. So that, that, that was critical for me, that connection. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's a powerful thought, and I think that that's a space for each of us to um, do some introspection on with regards to, do I, um, can I stay in a, um, in a space where I am um, perhaps in not getting the promotion, not feeling valued, not feeling appreciated, and um and if I am in whatever space I am in, can I still have an attitude of gratitude? Yeah. A good friend of mine, um, Pastor, he always says, wisdom mm-hmm. is what you get when you don't get what you want. Yes. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. really powerful. Wisdom is what you get when you don't get what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful thought um, to reflect on. And then also a... Um, a powerful thought for us to remember as leaders to hold ourselves to with regards to what do we do and how do I respond in the midst of gratitude? I mean, in the midst of uh, disappointment and not getting what it is I want, be it that promotion or other opportunities or raise or whatever, can I still manage to um, keep on keeping on and find that sense of gratitude and um, wherewithal um, in the midst of the disappointment. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How do I lead in the midst of disappointment? Oh my God. That's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother <laughs> you know, and that's a whole nother going back to what Cedric said, a whole nother national study for us to yeah. look at. When I don't get what it is I want, yeah. you know, can I still um, lead in a way that's gonna be helpful and beneficial absolutely. to those who are looking to me for leadership? Absolutely. Wonderful thought. Looks like we've got to do another commercial break. So I'm going to ask you when we come back um, to just um, give us your final tips and thoughts with regards to how do we as leaders stay fortified in challenging times and any other final thoughts you'd like to share with our listening audience. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network leadership matters is brought to you by innovisions need to improve leadership staff or organization performance contact innovisions today for quality effective and affordable leadership staff and organization development training coaching and consulting services call 858-244-8264 that's 858-244-8264 or send an email to dr white her email address is dr white at innovisions.org innovisions is a social enterprise of the neighborhood house association of san diego california funds raised go to support the neighborhood house association's mission developing children families and future leaders of our communities through empowerment education and wellness Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to leadershipmatters at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back today talking about leadership and the power of gratitude and challenging times with Rich Miller, Senior Pastor of Perfecting Grace Church in San Diego, California, and Cedric Manley, Founder and CEO of Family Synergy Center in Dallas, Texas. Rich, why don't we start with you and ask you, there's anything else you'd like to share as it relates to just fortifying, leaders fortifying themselves, uh, how gratitude can fortify leaders in challenging times. Yeah, wow. Um, and again, we've we've you know we've mentioned it that uh, obviously we're in some challenging times. And for me, um, challenging the word gratitude or, or the the act of gratitude serves as an anchor 
if I if I, if I want to use mm. that, it, it can serve as an anchor because you know, like a ship with an anchor, it, a ship can be tossed by the wind and waves during stormy times, and and if 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 there is no anchor, it can be taken out to sea. It can be you know turned over topside, but when it has an anchor, then despite the the wind and the waves, it holds it fast. And I I I believe for me, no matter what, with gratitude. It's like no matter what happens, I'm still grateful. Mm-hmm. I'm still thankful. Um, what, one of the most profound words in the Bible for me is the word nevertheless. Mm. Right? <laughs> nevertheless. This, mm. Despite what is going on, nevertheless. Um, I love, uh, I believe it's 2 Corinthians 4 and 8, um, one of my favorite scriptures. Um, and it says, um, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Mm. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. It is that nevertheless, I I preached a sermon on that called life on the other side of the comma, right? Mm. Because there's a comma in that text. When you read it, Mm -hmm. there's there's, on one side, there's just seemed to be turmoil and and adversity. But when you get on the other side of that comma, there's hope, Mm -hmm. there's there's joy. And Mm -hmm. so for me, gratitude is always on the other side of that common, no matter what's going on, it holds me and it anchors me. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I'm going to remember, nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, yeah. I mean, that's a powerful thought because it's like, nevertheless, we can also stay anchored in the hope in the gratitude. In fact, it's yeah. the gratitude that then maybe allows me to stay uh, focused on hope. Yeah. You know? yeah. And we talk about hope. Um, what was that uh, quote? We'd say, um, hope is the dream that awakens the soul, allows mm. me to look beyond what is to what's possible. So my wow. gratitude allows me to look beyond what yeah. is to what's possible. Nevertheless, there was a song we used to sing years ago, too. What was that song? Hallelujah. Anyhow. Yes. Never, yeah. let your, never let your burdens get you down. Where's our choir director? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look, I, 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 we're going to have everybody hang up. I start singing too much now. <laughs> but, but, the, um, but I, you know, but I love that nevertheless. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. wonderful thought. Cedric, how Thank about you. for yourself when you think about this um, gratitude fortifying leaders in challenging time? Well, the one thought I had was we got to, as leaders, model, support, and reward mm. the behavior, the behavior and the thought that we want to see in others. Mm. And, I, and I, I focus on family when it comes to that. Uh, it's important to maintain that modeling of what to do when things get tough, what to do when the environment's really rough. How do you respond? How do you act? Because that is setting the example, especially in the family. It sets the example for our kids. They have to learn how to respond in difficult times. I know I work with a lot of young people that go through a lot of, uh, of stuff that they're going through. And I, I know they have come out of family environments that didn't teach them mm-hmm. how, to, how to deal with adversity. Mm-hmm. So we have a very great responsibility um, and that's what family synergy is all about, is bringing about that power that exists within the family to mold and help us through difficult circumstances. 
Mm-hmm. So well said. And um, yeah. I always say the culture becomes whatever is being modeled, supported, and rewarded. So, you know, I'm like, um, I can definitely see, you know, in fact, we can again go back to the national level and see, you know, what happens, <laughs> what would have happened if in the midst of, um, you know, in, in this case, defeat, the attitude of leaders is one of gratitude, is one of let me, let me grow wisdom for how I might do and what do I learn from this defeat going forward and how do I still stay grateful? How do I still stay um, in a zone that's going well, to, in that gratitude, create positive outcomes well, for well, we, myself and the country? Mm-hmm. Well, we got, we got an example of the power of leadership, whether it's positive or negative leadership in our present president. I mean, what you say and how you handle difficulty really does matter. It Mm -hmm. matters. The more people you lead, the more it matters how you conduct yourself. Yes. No, absolutely. So what are we modeling? What am I saying and doing? What am I supporting? What am I teaching others to do uh, through my actions and to what I invest my time, energy, money, resources in? And what am I acknowledging? What am I giving benefit to? Who am I giving benefit to based on their behavior? And if I, as a leader, am modeling, supporting and rewarding gratitude, people being grateful, appreciative to others and showing that, What's the positive outcome of that? And if in that moment of disappointment, as um, Rich said, I can, in my moment of disappointment, still be one that shows up in a way where my stories, that which I'm sharing and telling, fortifies in a positive way, I'm much more likely to be positive, but also create a positive culture around the things that um, are happening in that space for and with me. Any final t- thoughts and tips from either of you? In everything, give, <laughs> in everything, give thanks. For this mm-hmm. is the will, will of the Lord concerning you. So mm-hmm. be thankful. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Final thoughts from yourself, Rich. Uh, years ago, a video went viral of Alan Iverson saying, we're talking about practice. <laughs> we're talking about practice. And he, he, he didn't think he needed to be doing practice, but practicing is what was needed and, and in that same sense we need to practice gratitude so mm-hmm. I'm wonderful that. thank you and if our listening audience wanted to get in touch with either of you uh cedric how might they connect with you uh that's a good question <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you, can, you can go to my website at familysynergy.org and contact me there Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. And how about yourself, Pastor? Um, I'm, I'm on Instagram at uh, I am Richard Miller and then uh, Perfecting Grace on Facebook. Wonderful. Again, thank you to both of you for being with us and thank you to our listening audience for tuning in. Please join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White, Linda Schub, Gerald McFadden, Andre Howard, Tom Wall, and Rihanna Absar is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter. Matter.